0: Hello and welcome to Top 5 Nintendo, where we give you top 5 lists for all things Nintendo. My name's Jake and I'm your host today and I'm here with our co-host Sam. Um, Every other week we're going to be switching who's hosting and co-hosting. For this first episode it's going to be me hosting. Sam, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing very well. I'm excited for the first episode. I have lots of ideas. I like to share lots of opinions on these consoles that I grew up playing and are still playing. Awesome, awesome. We're all here for the same reason. Um, so this has
0: been our first time face-to-face without masks through this pandemic. We've both been vaccinated. Um, and I'm excited. It's cool to be hanging out with people. And if my communication's a little out of whack, that's the reason. Um, but we're going to try to fight through this. we will be about 45 minutes to an hour, maybe. Um, and I wanted to start off this first episode by going through our history of Nintendo consoles. Let's do it. All right. Um, since I'm hosting, I'll I'll go first and then you get the last word. Let's hear it. That seems fair. Um, so I guess my first Nintendo console was the GameCube. I guess I, I played the Nintendo 64 in my cousin's house before that, but I guess the first one I owned was the GameCube. Um, And I remember going to, like, Toys R Us and GameStop and playing those, like, demos. Um, You know, they had the system set up in the stores. And um, I would be sitting there for an hour until my mom kicked me out um, just playing those demos. And I knew I wanted a GameCube. So I guess for one of my birthdays, my mom got me the GameCube. I got Spyro... I remember as the first game which was so random I think my mom just randomly picked it off the shelf but it was a super cool game. Um and after that I guess my next Nintendo console must have been the Wii. Um and I guess this is just talking about consoles but prior to this with handhelds uh I shared a Game Boy with like my brother and sister, you know, car rides we'd be handing them off every 20 minutes. Um and then I don't know if it was after the GameCube or before, but I had the original Nintendo uh, DS and then the DSi at some point after that. But anyway, next console I had was the Wii. Obviously a beautiful console. Got it for Hanukkah, as most people probably did for Hanukkah or Christmas. Um, You know, it was like the holiday gift. But, you know, Wii Sports Classic. Um, I was pretty much a me at that point in like middle school playing Call of Duty on the Wii. Everyone's making fun of me because I'm playing Call of Duty on the Wii. Um, I like had no introduction to Mario really at that point except like a Game Boy game. Um, otherwise, I'm sure I would have been, been playing Galaxy. But I really did not know much about video games and no one had, none of my friends really had a Wii. Everyone's playing Xbox and PlayStation. Um, so I was by myself. But it was cool there's a lot of good things on the way and finally we came to the switch which is the best console ever made you could fight me on that gladly um but
1: yeah i think that's everything i've owned so how about you sam that's a fantastic list i had a similar path um not a console but my first Nintendo um, system was probably the Game Boy Color. I had that when I was like super young. I don't even I don't even know how young I must have been, but it was it was probably around four. And I would play um I'd play like Kid Icarus and Link's Awakening and um, the first gen Pokemon games. Like not able to read. You didn't have to read for some of those games. <laughs> Link's <laughs> Awakening, yes. But um, I remember
0: that being a struggle. Yeah. like, having to have my parents come into the living room every once in a mm-hmm. while i'm like can you read this oh yeah
1: i i had um a neighbor who was um he was in high school um but he was homeschooled so he like he was like my friend even though he was like you know 10 years older or something and he loves pokemon and i loved pokemon so he would like you know tell me what to do in the games so i um i you know was able to beat some of these nintendo games at, at four and then um You know, I got the Game Boy Advance when that came out and I played, you know, what would be the Super Nintendo ports. So I, you know, got uh, it was Super Mario World. I played that. I played um, Yoshi's Island, um, Gen 3 Pokemon games. And I think it was um, it was probably around when I was five that I I got my first proper Nintendo console. My uncle, um, I think it was for my birthday, maybe. Um, He he loves to um, go to yard sales. So there was a yard sale, and I guess a family was getting rid of um, all their Nintendo 64s. I I don't know how he got his hands on three Nintendo 64s, but he just knew that it was something kids loved. So he got these three N64s for cheap, gave them to me with a whole whole thing of games. It had... um, it had some silly games It had, um, uh, Ms. Pac-Man, um, the one wave runner game. It had, um, Pokemon stadium, Pokemon stadium, awesome. two, yes, um, so. classics, Pokemon snap. Um, yeah. So, oh, oh, and the Tony Hawk pro skater games. So that is, I played that for years. Um, I, I remember I, I wasn't able to like hook it up to my TV, right? Like my parents didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to do it. So like some games I played entirely without sound. Um, some games I had to play in like black and white because the the (laughs) AV cables or whatever. So I had this really weird experience of like, you know, not knowing how some games sound like, like I feel like Banjo-Kazooie. Um, I definitely remember the color of that. The music might've been missing, um, (laughs) but you know, it was great. I didn't know how to use the controller at all. Um, and then I I graduated to, uh, the GameCube around when Melee came out, um, and and then Wii Wii is when I kind of started to to fall out of uh, the Nintendo consoles, um, just because I, w- I was kind of a snob and I needed the HD graphics. Um, right. Wii U I got that um, pretty much just for Smash Four, um, and I loved <laughs> Smash Four, and but I was kind of I wasn't really you know feeling that console as much, and then. I got the switch and that's been my journey. I awesome. you know, with a couple like DSs, like I would get the new DS or every right. other DS when it came out. Um, but i pretty much stuck with it um since I was able to hook up a console.
0: Awesome. And um I remember like speaking about the N sixty four issues, the I mean like just the idea of blowing into a cartridge wherever
1: mm. like, embedded. Done that so many times. <laughs> yeah uh but it's so
0: funny to think about nowadays like and like even i feel like i've still i still do that with like chargers and some things when they don't work and then you realize like it's not really a, i don't think that's how it works i don't know how muscle it works. memory yeah exactly <laughs> and i've definitely be, like been made fun of my first, like why are you blowing up it's how i was raised <laughs> nintendo baby that's why yeah, i know
1: because sometimes it works apparently
0: yeah but wow, that's wild that you
1: play games without audio because like audio is such a huge part of Nintendo games. And black and white. I played um yeah. oh I played uh Kirby and the Crystal Shard, black and white, I'm pretty sure. Which is also <laughs> such a colorful game. And that was like one of my favorite childhood games. Um I just didn't know I didn't know how to fix it. I mean, like, no, my mom didn't know how to hook up a right. sixty-four, so I would just and it's probably like the TV. I used like a super old, um, like very boxy TV too, just yeah. cause like <laughs> what was I gonna do go buy a new TV like age five at the age of five
0: (laughs) yeah right go to Kmart buy a TV um I remember also uh, speaking of like adapting to consoles like when we got the GameCube like I mentioned I was young and it was for my birthday and uh, like my parents knew nothing about video games they like we didn't know we needed a memory card and I was too young to like Mm -hmm. understand the concept of like Mm -hmm. this is supposed to be saving and I'm supposed to be progressing through this game um I think I had the PS1, and we never had a game card for right, that. Like, a memory right. card for that. Uh, but eventually, we, 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 like, realized we needed that for the GameCube. And uh, I guess I was, like, old enough to realize, like... You know when you're a kid and you're just mindlessly playing video? It doesn't matter. It not, doesn't matter. Yeah, you're yeah. playing the same thing every day. Right, right. Um, but... Yeah, we got that eventually, um, and I remember that was a game changer. With like, yeah, you mentioned like Tony Hawk, like mm-hmm. I had all the Tony Hawk games, mm-hmm. so now I can like actually play them. Uh, although I remember having my cousin over and like beating all of it for me because I, you know, I was still a kid and I. Because like, it's kind do of a it. short game.
1: Yeah, the, the pro skaters, at least pro skater two, short. Yeah, um, exactly. You, you, you do need to save to progress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that definitely changed it up um yeah i had that same um whole memory card learning curve thing um maybe just a tad earlier because i remember um banjo kazooie i was too young i didn't know how to save that right. um my, oh the pro skaters did not know how to save this i played at the beginning of pro skater so many times and i was also <laughs> yeah. like so young like i didn't care yeah like i just needed the one level it was like the warehouse level maybe right, right, pro right. skater three i forget which one that was um and oh yeah, and like my PS2, like I I wasn't saving that, like I I didn't know. But um, right. by the time I got to the GameCube, I was like, I need my melee characters saved. I'm not going to, you know, <laughs> that's what did it. Yeah, I'm not no, gonna no. get Luigi and then lose him, like you know, uh, that that mattered to me. Um, th- but I was, you know, for the Game Boy Color also, I was too young where I don't even think I was making enough progress in the games where right. like yeah, I it needed to save. Yeah, like what. That didn't like click in my head that that was like part of enjoying the game.
0: Right. Well, I think also, like, so on the PlayStation, like, this isn't Nintendo, but on the PlayStation 1, I had, like, you know, I think DreamWorks or Pixar, and, like Ants, the movie.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I think it's DreamWorks.
0: Yeah. So I had, like, that on the PlayStation and I was obsessed with it and played it, like, every day. And I thought it was, like, I thought, you know, I didn't, video games were new. Like, mm-hmm i was young i thought it was a game you had to beat in one city <laughs> so like it would never even cross my mind that a playstation would need a memory card um and again like that's something that's so crazy today It's like i guess mm, the switch still has sd cards but a little different it's you know you put it in the system it's not mm-hmm. like hanging out and it's not like you don't need four of them but right um yeah crazy stuff uh we've come a long way Hopefully the new Nintendo Switch will be announced sometime soon. Hopefully this summer. Fingers crossed. Um and we'll get and you know, and it'll outdate things that were on the Wii and this current Mm -hmm. switch. Um, but it it's cool. It's very cool to look back and see how far we've come. And we're both like relatively young, I guess. Sure. Um,
1: I like to think. I like to think. Uh, I do forget you. You got a few years on me. <laughs> that's. I think that's why I started with the N64, and maybe yeah, like you played yeah. the N64, but like you remember the GameCube right, as the first one. It was just a slight generation. Yeah. Even. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Um. I guess so. I wanted to discuss like what we're excited for. Um. You've touched on Pokemon, like Pokemon Snap. They're re- remaking all the that. Pokemon games. Yeah. The Legend
1: of Arceus. Um. <laughs> Arceus. Um The new Pokemon Snap game it looks so good. Um, and then the the remakes. Yeah. All three of those. Yeah.
0: I'm... So I grew up with like I mean I did Leaf Green first but like my first DS Pokemon was Diamond. Which like We sure. talked about this a lot sure. so I'm excited for that remake and you know some people aren't excited about the graphics and it doesn't look like they changed a whole lot of actual gameplay um, which I guess we'll see if they did or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited. I think I'm going to buy it if it's I'm assuming it's going to be a full-price game, 60 bucks. Oh, I'll pay 60 bucks for a remake, mm-hmm. especially if it's, it's the only Pokemon we're supposed to be getting in uh, 2021, and then 22 is RCS, or it might be one year. It might be 22 and 23. I'm, I'm sure they'll remember.
1: space it out, because that's generally how um, they do things. I feel like we get like a Pokemon game like maybe once a fall, or they'll maybe do every other fall. So I'm, I'm looking forward to...
0: Right, right. Um, and then hopefully getting some new metroid news soon um and then so nintendo is supposed to be at e3 this summer hopefully they talk about metroid and hopefully they talk about breath of the wild 2 which uh you know breath of the wild the original one is like one of my favorite games amazing so, game um i still have yet to play it on master mode but i'm excited to get back to it when i get around to it uh but speaking of which like what are you playing
1: right now um right now i'm i'm playing uh the Link's awakening um remake for the first time um I was playing a little bit of Mega Man 2 for the first cool, time cool. <laughs> just you know, it was like my I've never played Mega Man before so I was just you know trying it out um really liked it um a little bit of the Mario 3D World um haven't gotten to Bowser's Fury yet but I'm excited to cuz I don't know anything about what it's going to be like so I'm yeah. excited to try that Cool what about It's
0: you? it's quick too Bowser's Fury uh, I, I, love, think it, I, I think I think it's just games. a few hours yeah Um I've been playing All Stars, which sadly no longer exists on the eShop. Rip Mario. Uh,
1: just kidding. I'm not feeding <laughs> into that.
0: That's so ridiculous.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like how Nintendo didn't even acknowledge it. There's... <laughs> I didn't. Know, I didn't know that was even like a thing. Like I bought it. Like I'm glad I got it. Yeah. Yeah. And then someone told me like, oh, you know, they're they're gonna stop selling them. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, I like was on the edge of buying it, and then they're like, we're this is gonna be it. So you know, I just bought it. Um, I think it was on sale. Also, like bucks off or something nice um but so i mean we've been discussing it 64 i think it like mario 64 is such a fantastic game i love that you could go into a painting you know level thing and you could find the stars in any order you want um which is a little of what i did not like about sunshine it felt very linear and repetitive um and i've played i don't know maybe the first half of it i'll come back to it um, but I wanted to try out Galaxy, and I am loving it so far. I'm playing like a few hours every night. Like I'm like really trying to find time to play this game because it is fun. Like it's a it's it's a joy to play. Sure. Um, besides that, um, I I've been playing some Fortnite like online. You know, Nintendo does not offer much online, so it's cool mm-hmm. to be able to play against people. Like I know Fortnite, nobody likes it, but I don't, you know, they just updated it, and I don't like it either. So I've been playing a lot less of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Apex just came to the Switch. I've been playing a little of that, but I like that less than Fortnite. I think it, it has like too many Call of Duty vibes. And, oh, know. really?
1: I've so I've I've hardly touched Fortnite. I just played enough to know that I could tell people I don't like it that much. Right. Apex, I was like, oh great, like you know, another, another battle royale yeah. game. Like, no, I'm not going to also like give that a shot if I'm not going to be into it. Right. Yeah.
0: I gave it a shot. (laughs) It's all right. It's all right. Um, You know, I play maybe like an hour once a week.
1: Uh, I don't think
0: I'll be playing it much longer. But uh, besides that, I'm playing A Link to the Past. Uh, Oh, I forgot to mention, I just bought the 2DS from your friend Will, uh, which obviously you know about that. But um, I was able to pick up Ocarina of Time from, you know, the GameStop in Center City. Amazing. Um, We're in Philadelphia, by the way. I don't know if we mentioned that. But um, Center City GameStop, it was such a nostalgic trip to be in there. It's been years mm-hmm. since
1: I've been in a GameStop, and I felt like a
0: kid looking through those games. Yes.
1: Well, I love GameStops. I mean, I, I hope that they're able to stay open. I know that, like, <laughs> you know, discs are going away, but right. like, I have so many memories going to GameStop. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I picked up Ocarina pretty cheap, but I'm actually playing A Link to the Past on, on um, what do you call it? The, you know, the emulator. The, the virtual console. The virtual console. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, um, and that has been a boss, and much longer than I expected, and much more difficult than I expected. It's like you, you get to the dungeon, and they're fun dungeons. But you like I love top-down Zelda, but you know if you die, you go back to the beginning of the dungeon. It doesn't matter if it's the boss fight or what. Like so, I'll be getting to the ends of dungeons like consistently and then dying immediately against the boss and having to do like mm. pretty much the whole dungeon again and then dying again and I'm doing that like 7 times mm. over for each dungeon which is a little annoying but um I think the rest of it is is you know unique and engaging enough to like have me keep coming back to it. So I think I've
1: been playing that as much as or a little bit more than Galaxy. And you're not you're not a save state guy, right? So you would never um you know use the like go back eight frames before you die (laughs) i did
0: not even enable it because i knew i would want to Mm -hmm. so it's not even enabled um i was what? oh oh so i was playing uh like the first the legend of zelda on this on the switch Mm -hmm. uh, virtual console and that i was doing it a lot but um you know that game i just wanted to I just wanted to play it. I wanted to understand it. And the know?
1: combat's hard. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta give mm-hmm. yourself a break. You know, if you have the <laughs> it's option. It's frustrating. Yeah. Uh, you gotta play that game
0: how it it wants you to play it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's especially with like they only have the D pads. So that was, like four directional instead of eight directional. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it gets tricky. But that yeah, I have it disabled on lowing to the pass, and it's been fun but d- difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway okay top five consoles let's, let's get into do it. it um so again i'll start and then you'll have the last word and then we'll so we each have our own top five and then at the end we're going to compile it and i guess do a little debating and get an official top five list um between the two so okay my number five I might have, oh, I think I switched the order around, actually. So mm. my number, I originally had, you know, I'll just go, okay. My number five is the Wii. Okay. Uh, the Wii is, as I mentioned, like, the holiday gift when it came out. Absolutely. Um, It blew numbers away. Like, it was the best-selling, maybe, I don't know the exact numbers. I think it was the best-selling. Yeah. Though. Okay, it was I, the many, best-selling. Yeah. I know after it came out for, like, you know, Maybe a year after, every single month, it was still the best-selling console. Incredible. Um you know, it came with Wii Sports. We didn't even have to buy mm-hmm. it. It came with like one of the best games Which on the world. Everyone way. loved. Yeah. Everyone loved Wii Sports. Uh Wii Sports tennis against, you know, my brother and sister, and even my dad sometimes. People That's... breaking their TVs with Wii oh. Sports Tennis. <laughs> uh my parents always made sure we had the straps on um but yeah that was a that was a weird time when people were just throwing Wii remotes through their tvs well,
1: i think the original releases did they did they have oh you know what it was they always had straps but they started releasing those like grip things yeah to keep people yeah, yeah. from throwing them at tvs so you can hold it better
0: yeah i, th- I think you might be right though I, th- I think the originally they didn't have the straps with it oh, for, yeah. okay for however long um And then right. they, they start, I think it, it was sold separately, mm-hmm. and then they had to start including it. Um, you know, uh, which, which they did something similar with the N- NES originally, but oh, we'll, I didn't know that. I'll, I'll talk about it when we get to it. That's it. Um, but uh, backwards compatible with the GameCube, which was finally. an amazing console. Yeah, finally. Why not? Why wouldn't you do it? Mm-hmm. It just makes sense. Um, and, and, it's another one of those things that's crazy to think about now but it was the first console that came with a wireless controller like it was i mean you know it's a mm-hmm. given because it's the wii right but when you think about it that way like that's kind of crazy like sony and microsoft are still selling wired controllers while nintendo's like years ahead
1: right Right. saying what are you doing with wires <laughs> right and it's not like a novelty it's like this is like how to play it like the right. intended style exactly. is wireless yeah mm-hmm. Um, so, that, I mean, that's crazy because now it's a standard, and that's just, you
0: know, time after time, Nintendo is creating standards in the industry, um, and that's why I love it so much. Um, it had internet access and Netflix access, so it was like, you know, we had the, Nint- the Nintendo Entertainment System, which was like, you know, quote-unquote entertainment system, but this really was, like, mm-hmm. you, you could watch Netflix, you didn't need cable, you didn't need this or that you could just plug in your wii and you're good like that's all you need with your tv um which was like super cool um we also have like the me channel <laughs> where you could create your own me's we we're like i don't know about you but like i would have friends over and they'd be like i, I want to make a Wii. i want to make a me like go to the me channel like it was like me. its
1: own game basically yeah
0: it's like wait we're not gonna play i can't even you know because they were the me's were in some of the games so it's like Oh, we're not gonna we're not gonna play this game that includes me is before I even have a character. We like, sports, on. yeah. Okay, we, yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't know why my brain just. But uh, we sports, yeah. We're not gonna play we sports if I don't even have my own. me. Mm-hmm. Come on, like what do I look like. Um, it was also like by far the smallest and uh, most portable system of the time. So I don't know if you know this, but
1: um, who was the president at the time? Oh. Not now.
0: Okay, these names are tricky. Um, Future episodes will be better with names. But um, he, so when they were creating the Wii, he said that I want this to like fit on a bookshelf. So I want it to be Mm. like the width and height of like two books side by side, uh, which was like crazy at the time. Even today, today, it's smaller than the new Xbox and PlayStation. Mm -hmm. So that's like a huge task. But, uh, you know, following the GameCube, which was portable, and we'll talk about that when we get to it you know, portable to an extent, um, they they couldn't go backwards. They had to keep going with it. Sure. Um, and then even more so, you know, with the Switch, but we'll get to that when we get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, like, so crazy that they, they created in, what year was it, 2008?
1: or uh, Maybe 2006 or 2007.
0: Yeah, that they would create something so small and relatively powerful, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Um, and then, obviously, as you mentioned, the best selling Nintendo console. Of course. Um you know, okay, so besides that, like I, I mentioned I didn't have like Mario experience at the time. So I wasn't buying those games. I was really playing like all of duty, like a total Chad. <laughs> um just on my week playing Call of Duty, pointing at the screen, which was okay, like as much as you want to give it, it was cool because you're pointing at this it's like, you know, it's ducking. It's crazy, but, yeah. You know, yeah you know you're not doing that on the xbox and playstation it's it's so easy to control Mm -hmm. it's intuitive um it made sense um besides that like i honestly can't even tell you what else i was playing on the wii (laughs) that's pretty much all i was playing at Mm -hmm. the time you know that was the age um wii sports and and that and Um, I guess it was only really Wii Sports when my sister wanted to play. (laughs) Which is, like, another cool thing about Nintendo. Like, my sister wanted to play video games. What the heck? Even, like, with you,
1: you know? Like, you had to play the same games
0: as you. It brought the family together. Uh, I think I've definitely, like, forced my mom to play, like, Wii Sports Golf with me or something. Which is, like, super cool. Mm -hmm. I guess she's never played video games. She never will again, probably. Sure. But um, but speaking of Wii Golf... um, it was actually, like, a remake of the one that was on, like, I think it was the NES or uh, Super Nintendo, um, the golf game they had for that. It was, like, I've learned this today. <laughs> okay, I'll <that's laughs> do <good>. my research. <laughs> um, you, it was actually, like, they remade all the, like, the whole courses, like, golf courses. Um, so it's pretty much, like, frame for frame, which is super cool um, that they, like, tipped their hat to that. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that's all I really got on the Wii. um Um, so yeah i guess do you want to just you have we on your list like do you want to do you want to go in order like that or you're like if i mention it you want to talk about it so
1: so i do not have the we on my list that makes it easier i guess makes it easier so i because i do have a couple you you said a lot of positives and i i also have some positives but i also i had some experiences (laughs) with it where i was there's some games where um You know, if my friend is like, "Oh, like I got Guitar Hero, let's play it on, let's play it," and it's Mm -hmm. on the Wii. I honestly, I don't even really want to play it on the Wii. It's you know, (laughs) yeah, yeah, the lag. Like Guitar Hero, all the rock band games. Now, I I love all those games. Like pretty much every release from those franchises, I'll play. Um, But the Wii, you know, just because I don't think you could, um, I don't think you could plug those uh, controllers in. It was, it was from the the Wii remote. You'd plug the Wii remote into the the instruments and um mm-hmm. too much lag compared to like the xbox 100 um it, and then on top of that it it's visually uh, not as nice looking <laughs> you know it's it was right. the it was the only one of that generation um, between you know xbox and mm-hmm. ps3 to not be hd um which in, you know if you're playing Wii sports you're playing. Uh, we resort and you know you don't need like hd it doesn't make a difference yeah and it still had um it still had like the nice aesthetics um so you know it definitely had its negatives and you know i guess you're right i didn't discuss
0: the negatives but i i played that was my console for so many years i mean uh i think i had that console longer like played that longer than any other console i've owned um so i definitely had my negatives like it was so annoying sometimes to like even find your pointer on the screen, mm-hmm. um, and then like they made you buy this motion plus thing just so you could like accurately point. Um, you know, it definitely had its issues. And now thinking about it, actually, um, not only was I playing Call of Duty, which they, like obviously don't have on the Switch, uh, but like I was playing FIFA, which I think they have one or two FIFA games on the Switch, but they're in, they're not this, they're not the equivalent of the Xbox and PlayStation mm-hmm. versions. Like they're kind of like demo versions. Um, even though they're like full price or whatever. Right. Um, but like, it was cool to be able to play the new FIFA's like me and my brother play soccer. So we, we played that a lot on the way. Um, and I'm remembering that now, but yeah, between call of duty and,
1: and FIFA, I think that's about it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm trying to think like what other games I was excited about on the way, obviously brawl. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I was following, um, all the updates for super smash Bros. brawl. Um, and, I would, I would literally check the website every day when the character announce, or, like, a stage announce. Um, and I... I, me- I could, like, not even sleep. I was in, I was in like, <laughs> fifth grade, I think. The week uh, that it was supposed to release. Because it even got postponed a month. Mm-hmm. um, w- Which devastated me. You know, Smash Bros. Brawl was, like, the most important thing I was looking forward to. Did you have it, like, pre-ordered? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> sure I had it pre-ordered. Um, and, and I was, like... I'm um, so excited to play as like Meta Knight, um, like King Dedede. I think it was also announced for that. Um, and then I got it, and um, I mean, obviously, I enjoyed it, but like, um, it was a little bit of a step down from. Well, we'll talk about this when we go into Smash Bros. But uh, <laughs> the, I'm, you know, I think coming that, off melee. Yeah, I think it. I think um, <laughs> some of like the the franchises um, didn't get like the respect on the Wii. Cool. It,
0: that's some tough words. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but okay, difficult.
1: I'll say one good thing though. Um the virtual console feature that the Wii had, I was bragging about that to everyone. <laughs> like it, if someone didn't have a Wii or someone didn't know about the virtual console, I was like, "Man, you can get you can get any game on the Wii. Like if you buy yeah. the Wii, yeah. Well, then you could buy Kirby Crystal Shard or you can buy any of the Super Smash Bros games. Exactly. It is on it. Like it it felt like um like a dream like really like a child's dream <laughs> yeah. to be able to to access any of these games especially when you're when you're a middle schooler and you can't just like go to GameStop when you Brave. want to you know what I mean but if your parents give you like 10 bucks of Wii credit <laughs> like you can Now you can get whatever game you want. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't know how to like emulate on my computer, or I didn't have, like, friends that could, like, give me their games. Yeah. So I felt like I had the world at my fingertips. It sounds dramatic, but, you know, that that's literally how I felt in fifth grade with the virtual console. No, you're totally
0: right. And, I mean, that's why all of this, like, the Wii was groundbreaking. I mm-hmm. could not have it on my list. Obviously, you could, but... <laughs> okay. <laughs> well... Uh, with that I guess what's
1: your number 5 Sam? <laughs> My number 5 is the GameCube. Um oh, okay. Yeah, the GameCube okay. um it had great games like it was it was um the first game, the first console um that I had that I could read. You know, like it was uh there's so many great memories that I had with it. I um some some games that I really loved uh, were Sunshine, um Wind Waker and Smash Bros Melee. Um I just felt like it was the first um, system that I had where I had these games that I felt like I could, like, explore these, like, amazing, colorful worlds in it. Um, 3D was getting up to a point where um, it, it didn't feel, like, maybe as gimmicky, and it, and it had stuff to offer in the 3D worlds. Um, I'll share a, a fun fact that I learned about the GameCube recently, is that it's not actually a cube. It's not a yeah, cube yeah. at all. It, the the dimensions are totally off. It's um it definitely has corners, um, but the the height, width, and the depth are all different. Um and the handle, you know, the, everyone loved to talk yes. about how it's like the one console with a handle on it. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. like why? So you could carry it? Like <laughs> exactly. why didn't why didn't the like we have a handle? Apparently, um, when they were designing it, they were like Oh, this would never work. The the NES, you can hold with one hand. Right. The Super Nintendo, you could hold with one hand. All these consoles they're releasing, you can hold with one hand. Kids could carry them with one hand. But then um, they decided that the cube was too odd of a shape for um, people to hold with one hand. So they gave it a really? handle.
0: I didn't know this. That's yeah.
1: cool. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's hilarious.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. But, I mean, I've used that handle. I've, yeah. I've carried my GameCube around, with, I'm not going to lie. If
1: you carry it with one hand, you got to use the, the hand. <laughs> you, can, you might carry it like you're holding a plate and you're a waiter, but, you know. that's If you want to look silly. If you want to look silly, it's nonsense. So, yeah, I mean, um, I yeah, it's it's useful. Um, I think people criticized that when the system came out, is that, you know, you had the GameCube competing against the PlayStation 2, competing against the first Xbox, and, and then both of these games were releasing, you know serious games like it was like, like
0: much better graphics as well. better <laughs> graphics
1: the games were serious there was you know halo mm-hmm. but on the xbox side and then there was um silent hill 2 like uh, metal gear solid 2 the final fantasy 10 like you know these right. games for for like adults to think about when <laughs> they play and then right. there's the game cube that has a handle and is purple <laughs> That has a theme song every time you turn it on, which is which is a great theme song. Oh my gosh! Don't get me started. (laughs) I'm glad you made that noise because I thought I was gonna have to, and I wasn't gonna stop myself.
0: It's it's in my dreams forever. Ah, I love it. It's amazing sound design. Actually, Um, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, where is this note? I found out. Okay, if you hold the Z button while the system's starting up, it actually makes like a like you know the Pixar lamp when it goes like mm, it's yes. those noises it makes those noises yeah. and then it has like a baby laugh at the end but if you hold z with all four controller and like you'll probably want to look these up after mm-hmm. um and you know you guys listening if you didn't know this like you can find it on youtube very easily uh maybe i'll tweet it after when we post the episode or something um but if all four controllers hold z at the same time it kind of has like a donkey kong vibe it has like a full kind of
1: like song to it it's really, wow. Definitely look it up. It's super cool. I have not done that. Yeah. I, I feel like in the back of my head, I might have tried the first one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: have not done that with four controllers. That yeah. is amazing. I 100% believe it. Um, <laughs> the sound design of Nintendo is is always amazing. And yeah. um, the proof is in the, the GameCube jingle.
0: Right. Yeah. What other console has an Easter
1: egg outside of the games? <laughs> I think... I can't think of any. I mean, I didn't know there was one for the GameCube until now, so I probably don't know of anything else. Um, um, yeah, I guess, like, another um, thing that I didn't like... I thought it was kind of cool that the GameCube had small discs. When, yeah. I mean, it was they were easier to, like, take in and out as, like, a kid mm-hmm. than, like, carrying a whole CD. Um, well, and I also learned this recently, is that they did it... Um, to you know save money on their end like they didn't want people doing like bootleg yeah, cds exactly. um which which made sense um i guess people didn't like that well you know first of all it can't play dvds you know you mm-hmm. people are like oh i got a ps2 like i'm watching movies on this like that was a big deal for people right, right. um i was like too young to like know about movies that I wanted to watch. Right. You know, like, that
0: was a consideration, I guess, as yeah, a kid.
1: I was like, movies? Oh, like, I don't even, like, know of movies, let alone, <laughs> like, have one and want to watch it now. Like, I right. I just wanted to play video games. So that that didn't bother me. Um, looking back, I can see how other people might have um, issues with that idea. Right. Um, oh, but uh, I'll end it with, with one um, high notes, is that the controller is amazing on the Gamecube yeah. I mean there's a reason that they're still making that controller and they're still um you know I they they had the inputs for the the Wii and then they did the same thing with the Wii U yep. and um I'm pretty sure that they they have GameCube uh, switch controllers right
0: um yeah they make them yeah they, they make, they make them. compatible with the switch um and you know Nintendo knew how good it was when they included totally. they allowed you to plug it into the Wii so yeah they knew how good it was.
1: Um, and I'm pretty sure that it was the first wireless controller too, because they. Yes, I yeah, had, that yeah. That, I had yeah, that yeah, there you go. Yeah. Great minds think alike. It was um a little bit clunkier looking. I I personally did not have one. I think my friends had them. Yeah. Um, but amazing, Liter- like the perfect controller. It was they really? they mastered the ergonomics <laughs> it did, of it. Yeah, it felt great. It was it was a good one. <laughs> they and and they were ahead of it because you know the controller had to. Had to be evolved when it went 3D, right? When they went and they when we get to Nintendo 64, I'll, I'll I'll talk more about it. But I feel like they knew what they were doing when they came to the GameCube controller.
0: All right. Well, that's definitely a high note to end it on. Um, so this is where my switcher came around. Uh, I guess originally, I guess Wii was number four. And um, okay, so NES was number three, but I I notched it down one, so now it's number four. Uh, the Nintendo under- Entertainment System, mm. um, you know, broke so many grounds, created so many So much to say games. about it. Yeah. Uh, Legend of Zelda, Tetris, Metroid, Final Fantasy. We were bringing all these games to the home. You could play all these at home. Mm-hmm. And this is coming right off a video game crash where, like, uh, Americans didn't... Video games were gonna last much longer. Stores didn't want to hold these consoles; it was taking up shelf space. But um, Nintendo actually worked around this by saying, "Any con- any NES that you do not sell, we will buy back for you," which is so crazy. <laughs> like, what? Daring! There's so I much mean, confidence in their product. Yeah, they knew what they had, and mm-hmm. they put themselves on the line, and it paid off. Uh, it really paid off in in that era where they own the industry, essentially. But, um, and you know, obviously it came out as the Famicom in Japan, which was a very different looking console. Um, And I don't know if you know this, but like, obviously, not obviously, I guess, but I don't know if you know (laughs) this, but the the reason for that was that um, they felt that because of the whole video game crash, Americans didn't want a video game console. They wanted an entertainment system. Mm. So it wasn't. A family, you know, game console. It was an entertainment system, even though it totally wasn't like it was a game console. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but they were able to pull it off by adding Rob on the top, which interacted with the video. They advertised it as it mm-hmm. interacted with video games, but it actually only worked with two video games, and it usually did not work how, wow. it, how it was intended to. But it was the Trojan horse that got the Nintendo entertainment <laughs> system into so many houses, and it worked. You know, it was you know it it looked slick. It had... Oh, so I don't know if you know this, but, like, the Famicom... Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay, sure. Well, for listeners, it was much more colorful. had the controllers, like, on the side of it. The game cartridge was on the top or on the side, but it was sticking out, is my point. So on the American version, the NES, they... You know, the controllers weren't attached on the sides of the console. That was, like, kind of immature. It wasn't... It was gray and black. It wasn't, like, this colorful console. And it had... So you put the cartridge inside the console and then closed it kind of like a VHS, you know, tape player. So it really felt like an entertainment system instead of a video game console, which which worked. It's exactly what they needed in the US, and it worked. Um, and, you know, obviously this was like essentially the first home video game console that really kicked off. Um, and like I said, broke so many grounds. It really informed the future. It was they created the D-pad, which is Again, so crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, what was like before the D-pad, the Joy-Con?
1: But you know, but why? Did, why how, did we why? have a Joy-Con? Right, they're 2D games. What are you gonna in, do with the Joy-Con? Intuitively, you would think the D-pad would have came first. Of course,
0: like, it does make sense. you move in four directions. Why wouldn't you have a four-direction pad? Mm-hmm. Uh, but Nintendo nailed it. They knew what was up. They created the D-pad. Um, I talked about Rob the. Uh, so, what I found really cool, which they don't have anymore, uh, and I think would be kind of weird today with the internet, but this was, like, pre-internet era, so they had a hotline that you could call. If you got stuck in a video game, they had Nintendo counselors that you could call mm-hmm. who had to, like, I, w- I read interviews from these guys, like... They had to memorize so many games. They were Before they were hired, they were tested on their game knowledge. They had to go through, like, hours and hours and mm-hmm. hours of gameplay, and then they were tested on that knowledge. And, you know, some counselors were more into some games than others, so they would, like, like oh, hi, you're calling about this really obscure title? Yeah, mm-hmm. Jimmy over there knows yeah. all about it. Like, I'm going to transfer you, which I think is so cool. And, you know, you're not getting that nowadays, but that's such, like, a culture that existed that i think is so cool that i never yeah. experienced
1: and maybe it sucked back then and i'm just like glorifying it but it seems really cool no kids like looked up to that stuff yeah i mean it was their full-time job yeah was to play video games because games were constantly mm-hmm. being made they had to you know complete these games like the weekend they came out because all the kids would be calling to ask about them so you know i mean imagine being a kid then and meeting an adult whose job is playing video games and mastering them. Like that, yeah, exactly. That community was probably very interesting. Exactly,
0: Super cool. Um, and I, I have a lot more to say on it, but we are actually running a lot later than I thought, uh, which is cool because I didn't know we'd be able to fill an hour, but now it, it look, we're at 42 minutes, so we're going to easily fill this hour. I'm right. loving it, but maybe just pick it up a little bit um, between the two of us. Um, so I also wanted to say this... In the Famicom version in Japan, this was the first save files. They had discs. They sold versions of the Famicom that had discs. And what's really crazy is instead of buying the discs from a local store, you would you would bring a book a blank disc to the store and they would burn it onto your disc so mm-hmm. you wouldn't you wouldn't have the sleeve with the video game like you're not buying the disc you know you're not buying the video game you're buying the disc mm-hmm. so these are like rare collectibles nowadays where like sometimes you'll buy a famicon disc and like collectors will bam, buy a famicon disc and not know what they're buying because there's no indicator amazing it's, just, it's crazy uh was so cool so cool i it's like so diy i love it um and probably save nintendo and consumers money um but um they actually created booklets with these games because they realized like nobody wants like a blank disc so i don't know exactly how it worked like it was only in japan and very limited but they did have some booklets like with the legend of zelda and mario and things like that so that's super cool and i guess that might have been the invention of the game booklet i don't know <laughs> uh probably is um but yeah also okay last note Famicom in japan yeah, Famicom was just so much cooler than then, I guess. Um, but Famicom had, on their second controller, had a microphone. So um, in some games, you, like, had to use the microphone. I don't know where this would have came up in what games. But um, they mentioned, like, I, it was kind of like, it had, they had it on the DS. So uh, my point of saying this is, like, they had all these things that, like, weren't even... They didn't use it back then, really. But they were there. Nintendo was coming up with these things, and they used them later on, and it really worked. Um, I know, like on the Nintendo DS, like when you had to talk, sometimes like I would just blow on the mic, so like you know, just the noises coming through. If it's like, oh, you have to yell for this character to hear you, you just blow on the mic. So like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna sit in my room like yelling, and my you know parents come in or like, what are you doing? Right, right. <laughs> uh, but apparently, like that's what you know you would do on the film. Comes, just blow onto the microphone for whatever uses, limited uses I'm sure it might have had. Okay, that's all I have on the NES. Amazing. Number four. That was
1: some good material. Um, Well, I have a surprise for you. My number four is also the NES. We are in agreement. Um, I have um, some different reasons, um, but a lot of similarities. Well, I won't say too much of what you already said, but I, I would like to stress the fact that Nintendo was... Literally making toys, not video <laughs> games. They're making yeah, toys yeah. before the NES, right. right? So like when we got the GameCube, well they they've I mean been they, making consoles. They were doing like arcade before well, the
0: NES, but I yeah, yeah definitely yeah, yeah. like toys was like their main thing. They were just starting to venture into They're, video games.
1: They were, yeah, exactly. Like, um and then they made the NES, which was you know saved video games. It was groundbreaking. Not only did they save video games. They started all these franchises that would be mm-hmm. that, w- that would be continuing, like uh, Legend of Zelda, you know? We have Breath of the Wild now. Yeah. Like it's, it, they're still making these games and, and breaking new grounds with them. Um, I think that's like the craziest part to me is like they all these huge franchises
0: were like all made on the NES, yes, like hell. Yeah. and there's not really a whole lot of new stuff. I mean, Pikmin, like there's not really a whole lot of mm. AAA titles coming out yeah. of Nintendo since then that aren't at
1: these franchises, and that's so cool exactly um metroid is another good one Mm -hmm. um and all those mario games and also well they were breaking ground for mario as the nes was progressing i mean the first jump literally the first jump so crazy you got i mean look at super mario brothers to super mario brothers 2 to super mario brothers 3 and they were they were improving the formula as that was going on um so, so that, I I really do um, admire how Nintendo pulled that off. Um, they also just, like, they saved the integrity of video games with the NES. Like, that um, that Nintendo-approved stamp yes, that yes, we yes. always see but we don't think about. <laughs> well, they did that because that's how they saved video games. Like, people Literally. people were making any game that they yep. could think of. And anyone would buy it because it was so new. And then Nintendo says... Well, you know what? Um, on the NES, we're not going to just accept any game. like, nope. And that's how you know it's going to be good. Um, and that became the standard. Like, yeah. That's another ground that they broke. Like, yeah. They created so many standards in the industry with that NES. Exactly. And I mean, I, I love a good handful of NES games, but there's a couple that I really cannot play. Um, okay. I, really, I, I don't think I've aged very well. And to try to imagine a bad game that didn't make the licensing, I really can't imagine like how many unplayable um, games there might have been back then. right um, is knockout one of
0: uh, yeah, I know that was like so I was reading it was it was yeah. so hard because the developers were, were playing it so much while they were developing it that they thought it was easier than it actually was. Wow. so it ended up being like such a hard game that like for no reason.
1: Just- is it knockout or punch out oh punch, punch out yeah might yeah be punch, out. Out. Might be punch out um okay because i'm trying to think because i think there was a punch out for super nintendo um and i that one i i did like yeah. i did kind of like the one i forget i i probably didn't like the one on nintendo then because i have no memory of it i probably played it for like 30 minutes and then like stored it away in the back of my head um Fair enough. Yeah, so, you know, I will say Mega Man 2 is a new one that I've played, um, and I really like that one. Super Mario Bros. 3, amazing. um, Dr. Mario, I'm a big fan of. Um, The only thing holding me back for the NES, really, is... um, I I feel like they were still figuring out a lot of things in terms of, um, you know, making video games that that would uh, have a lasting impression. Um, You know, Ice Hockey is a great game, but... um, I think they've improved on hockey games. Just things like that, you know? Yeah, fair enough. That's all it is. That's what keeps it at number four for me.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um, It's a great starting point for Nintendo's consoles. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, in honor of keeping things moving (laughs) because i think we might have spent too much time in the beginning but this is good news for the future like you know we're learning from this episode and we're having fun with it sure and you know the future ones will be a little bit cleaner but uh so this is so number five originally for me was the n64 i had to move it to number three i had to i would so while we've been creating this show I've been venturing into older games that I haven't gotten a chance to play with my virtual console, uh, like between the Switch and the 2DS, um, and then Mario All-Stars, so I've been playing a lot of games very recently, and thinking about this after I made my original list, you know, N64 has uh, Super Mario 64, Ocarina of Time, GoldenEye, Pokemon Stadium, Mario Kart, Mario Party, how, is, like, that's that can't be number five, I'm sorry. Fantastic! All fantastic games. Really great games. Mario Party, I the original one, like I love it. I like mm-hmm. some people think it's say it's like boring and repetitive and blah, blah blah. Oh, this is what I was gonna say. So Mario Party when it came out, um, with some of the mini games, you had to move the Joy-Con very quickly with your hands. Mm. So people were using their palms and of were were apparently some people were hospitalized because of this. No uh, way! Because they were like shredding their palms of their hands up. Um, so Nintendo was sued in America and had to obviously in America, (laughs) I guess where else (laughs) do people sue for everything? Yeah. Um, and so they had to offer gloves, like gaming gloves with Mario Party. Amazing. but the, um, most people didn't know about this. So you, you had to like claim it after you bought the game. So Mm. most people don't actually have it or didn't know about it. It's a great collector's item. Exactly. But it's so crazy. Mm. Um, but that's america um so it was supposed to be called the ultra 64 but um i don't know how you say this conims whatever they had ultra games Mm. um would, would so that was copyrighted so it was too similar to ultra 64 that they had to change it which was actually like not the first time nintendo's rolled into this because um I forget the exact story, but with the original Legend of Zelda, it was supposed to be like something like the something of Hyrule. I don't remember. I'm gonna stop with this. We don't have time for this. They ran into this issue before with copyrighted names, uh, but they rolled with it, and the 64 became iconic. With like, they just wanted to name every game this 64, like just put Mm -hmm. 64 in the end of every title. It worked. It worked. It really worked. Um, at the time, I guess. It's a little cringe looking back on it, I guess. Um, you know what? That's really... I, okay. Hey. I get, But um, I will talk about the games really quickly. Ocarina of Time, one of the best games ever made still to this day. Um, I guess I've never actually, to be fair, played the 64 version. I played the remake on the 3DS. Um, I, As I mentioned, I just bought it recently. The first time I played it, I borrowed it. It's so good, I had to buy it. I'm definitely going to play it again and probably again and again and again. Um, but it's such a good game. Mario 64 is such a good game as well. Um, I mentioned I think it's better than Sunshine because it's non-linear to an extent where like you could go into a level and collect any star in any order you want. And I think that's so cool. And I could keep coming back to these. They were all like fun levels more or less. Um, I'm definitely going to complete that game at some point, like 100% it um i'll keep coming back to it and you know that's all i guess i have to say in the n64 so sam before you get to your number three we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back thank you guys so much Hi there, I'm David. And I'm Kate. And we're the hosts of Another Zelda Podcast. There are so many good podcasts out there, and some of them in particular concern the Legend of Zelda. <laughs> That's right, Kate, and we are another one of them. We—that That is
1: actually the name of our show, Another yes. Zelda Podcast. And
0: in our show in particular, we talk about some of our favorite dungeons, characters, boss battles, we have top ten lists. Yeah, we do deep dives on game design and production aspects of the different Zelda games. And we talk about our own experiences, we do some review episodes, talk about about our challenges our struggles and our victories that's right you know really just almost anything that has to do with Zelda we like to talk about it a
1: new episode comes out every other Friday and you can subscribe to the show on Apple podcasts Google Play and YouTube
0: and you can also check out our episodes on our website another
1: that's right all right we will see you there okay bye one heist six plots for betrayal when Raya Kotela cons five other thieves into helping her steal a magical artifact from the most powerful man in the world, she knows she's playing with fire. What she doesn't know is that the rest of her crew is just as underhanded as she is,
0: and they all have plans of their own. MJ Kuhn's Among Thieves, a fantasy heist novel full of twists, turns, and betrayal, available beginning September 7th wherever books are sold. Visit mjcoon.com for more details.
1: Welcome Welcome to our our new new podcast. podcast. Welcome Welcome to to our our new new podcast. podcast.
0: This isn't working.
1: Agreed. I think we're going to have to do it turn by turn. Well, now that you mention it, we are a brand new RPG video game podcast. Our very existence hinges on turn-based gaming. So join us on the turn by turn podcast, where we'll be talking about Pokemon, Fire Emblem, Golden Sun, Shining Force, Mother, and so many more.
0: It's your turn to come and join us. (laughs) All right. We are back from the break and we are getting right into it with Sam's
1: number three pick. So my number three pick is the exact same as yours. Oh my God. I know. It is also (laughs) the N64. Cool. Um, I have it at number three, um, for similar reasons to what I said at the beginning, where it was just it was my first console. You know, like I had um, it was my first experiences um, playing these games on the TV. Um, there were there were so many great games, um, like uh, playing Banjo Kazooie and having it feel like this uh, open like three D platformer that was totally different than like me exploring um the kanto region on pokemon red you know what i mean great region great game but uh, (laughs) my mind was blown with um jumping and and the the color and like collecting things across the world um i mean seeing uh like the pokemon come to life in 3d in pokemon stadium and in pokemon snap um it, it it was a big deal, like having that three D there. Um and it was it was the first three D, you know, Nintendo console. That's a big deal. It was um the negatives. It was not real the quick, first one. Real quick. Go ahead. Oh, okay, okay. Cause they had Star Fox. Is that what you are gonna say? No. Good point. You talk about okay. the uh Super Nintendo Star Fox? Yeah. Yeah. I have played it. Um I greatly prefer uh star fox 64 that was one of my first 64 games um good point though um but what yeah they like just barely
0: pulled that off so i was actually to say they they were going to make a second one but it didn't compare to the playstation at all so they scrapped it um so it's 3d
1: quote unquote Mm -hmm. but what i was going to say is playstation one had already been out um Lots of great 3D games were out, um, and lots of third parties um, were on Sony's team at this point. Um, So it did have some competition, but like you said, great games. There was um, the Legend of Zelda games. There was Super Mario 64, um, the first Smash game, Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Stadium 2. Um, All those games I loved, and um, it was a big deal to me to see these in 64. Um, Definitely. The controller. You didn't have you talked about oh, the controller. I don't no, think so. I didn't even. Yeah, didn't even the get around to it. The um, controller looked like an alien. So right? weird. I was. Um, I mean, I was a kid. I don't think I ever like actually figured out. You know how to work how to my way it. around. It. You know yeah. how to how to actually use it. It was. I still don't. I'm still yeah. like confused when I pick it up. <laughs> yeah, it's like where am I supposed to hold it? And I, yeah. and I and I think that their idea was like, oh, it's 3D you'll have a stick exactly. and a d-pad okay. and you know there's so many more dimensions to our games now there's going to be more dimensions to our controllers yeah i get well, the idea
0: a big reason for that was that when they were creating super mario 64 uh which they were creating concurrently with the n64 um they kind of figured that they would need that joy-con along with the d-pad in order to move the camera around and it obviously worked out very well in their
1: case um so yeah that's all I was going to say i mean it the biggest shame is that all these great games were also competing against the likes of silent hill metal gear solid the final fantasy games were now on the playstation um and then you got you know you got to respect uh mario 64 but then there was also like crash bandicoot right on the playstation so yeah, um i feel like th- this this console um made big improvements, but they they also would have some catching up to do later.
0: Fair enough. Is that all you have on the That's all I got. Okay. Um so my number two then is the GameCube. Um so I mean we've discussed this, you know, just talking as friends, but like um I there's a valid theory theory that like the you know the console you first played is your favorite. Mm-hmm. Um You love a lot of GameCube games. Sure. Sunshine, uh, Wind Waker, that I don't enjoy as much. Um, And the GameCube was was my first Nintendo console, not really my first console. Um, And like I mentioned, my parents didn't know anything about video games, so I wasn't playing those games. I wasn't playing Mario. I wasn't playing Zelda back then. Um, I was just playing whatever they bought me. So um, I, I didn't grow any attachment to those games, but... Um, I grew attached to so many other things about the gamecube um that maybe it's not the best console in a lot of ways, but it I grew very attached to it. That's what I'm trying to get to um so here, here's some things I either brought you know, remember growing up or like learned insert uh, to this, okay. Yeah, I'm talking a lot. Um, so it almost had a DVD player, which I think is so crazy. I'm just gonna start with that. That's insane. We we're, <laughs> were talking about that, right? Right. Um, you know, it has a smaller disc, so it, they had to figure out a way to be able to read two different types of discs. Which why I guess ultimately they didn't end up doing it. Um, it they so I wrote that um, it would have been too expensive for gamers if they included that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just like Nintendo is all about the gamer experience, so you know they'd rather have a, a cheaper console, like a more affordable console. Um, that like any or more gamers could afford, than have all these crazy like oh you can watch movies like the PlayStation had but, like not really necessary but it's cool it's a cool added feature. Uh, we discussed first wireless controller, insane like such a groundbreaking moment. Um, I feel like I talked, I think I said most of my notes when you talked about the GameCube. Yeah, we discussed it a lot. Yeah, so I guess I won't go too into it. Um, it almost had a 3D feature, like the 3DS. So this is what it's going to where like I mentioned earlier that there's there's so many things that Nintendo comes up with, they just don't have the capacity to like properly utilize it at the time. Like they're so far ahead of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um they, it was almost 3D. But um I guess it was too expensive again to include with the console. So they they end up using the same technology with the 3DS, which uh it would have been cool if they had. A 3D GameCube, like, playing 3D games without glasses on a TV in who knows what year even. Mm-hmm. You know, the mid-2000s. Like, that would have been insane. But, you know, it didn't happen. Whatever. It's, it's still a great console. Um, it was... Okay, so the, it was, the handle, it was a portable system. You could bring it to your friend's house mm-hmm. easily. It's small. Which it's light. I've done. Exactly. <laughs> um, I've definitely done it, too. It's small and it's light and it has the handle. Um, not quite a cube, but it's, uh, it's (laughs) easily, easily portable. Um, it also, oh, so Nintendo is known for having these crazy third party, like attachments and whatever for consoles. Um, so there's actually like a third party, like screen that you could attach to the game cube. So it's actually portable. So like you attach the screen to the console and then you can, you know, go outside and Play your GameCube, which is so cool. I never knew this until, like, recently. Um, but, like, that's super cool. It's, like, an actual portable console. Like, talk about the Switch. Uh, and then, once again, like, just things that they had back then that they didn't properly utilize or, like, weren't able to until now, which is, like, really cool. Uh, oh, and it had, like, a battery, like, a portable battery if you did that because, you know, you can't plug it into a wall outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. Okay. So, that's pretty much what I have about the GameCube. We talked a lot
1: about it earlier. Let's get to your number two. Well, I um, really thought that we were going to have the same number two pick, and I'm a little disappointed that we don't. (laughs) Um, I picked the Super Nintendo. Okay, yeah. I picked the Super Nintendo, the SNES. Um, Disclaimer: I've I've never actually played on console the Super Nintendo. Fair enough. All right, I've played. I've played the Virtual Console for it on Switch and. And then I've played the ports on the Game Boy Advance. I mm-hmm. I do have one in my room um, with a couple of great games, but I'm I'm yet to hook it up because those old consoles you can't hook them up to smart TVs the same way. The you know, so I'm still figuring that out. Okay, well, my biggest reason for this being the number two pick is that the games were amazing. I think 1994 <laughs> was the best game. The best year for video games. We had me with it. Final Fantasy three, yeah. um, on the Super Nintendo. We had Super Metroid, and we honestly, had yeah. Earthbound. All of these games are amazing. I've honestly Just... never
0: played Earthbound.
1: Earthbound. <laughs> Earthbound could have been made yesterday. It is like <laughs> it is the most modern feeling retro game. And honestly, I could say about I could say that about all of these games. Really like. The Super Nintendo is something about the sound and the graphics and the mm-hmm. mechanics of this era that um, they hold up. They just hold up. I think there's something inherently great looking about this 16-bit where, it, to my eyes, it feels like art. Oh. I think the color palette to Super Metroid is amazing. I could say the same about Earthbound. I feel like Final Fantasy III has the craziest it it does have the craziest world building of of any game at its time and before it. Um, Super Metroid. I've just I've got to say real
0: quick. Um, like I mentioned, I've been playing some old games on the virtual consoles, and so I played Metroid, like the first one first, and then I played sure. Super Metroid, which mm-hmm. you kept encouraging me to play. Sure. And uh, the first one was a bit of a chore. Yes. I used a lot of walkthroughs. It is. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it was. If you didn't use a walkthrough, which didn't exist back then, you're not beating it. Mm -hmm. Like it was, I don't know, whatever. Different time, different time of gaming. Yeah. But uh, going off of that into Super Metroid, you feel the difference immediately. Mm -hmm. Like it it looks so much better. If the colors are better, the sounds better. I loved it. It was a joy to play.
1: How you even maneuver your character just feels so clean. Um, The wall jumps are so. honest you know what i mean like if you honest, hit the wall jump okay. you hit it if yeah. you don't it's
0: your fault you right know? right um mario wall jumps in mario 64 is, is a lot easier <laughs> <laughs> they they caught the hint after super Mario. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: it is it's hard to learn um you know and then there's also we got super mario world we have yoshi's island like these games looked great great color palettes great sound um and they're i mean Amazing um, advances to these franchises. Hopefully. I I haven't played Link to the Past. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen frames of it, and it looks good. I know that you've been enjoying it a lot. I'm gonna you'll get it to up. it. I'm
0: sure you'll get there. To we it. go. <laughs> there we go.
1: Um, and besides my own personal experience, um, it sold so well in Japan. Yeah. Um, I read it was something like the Japanese government um, had to ask Nintendo to start selling their consoles on weekends because it was disrupting it was disrupting the country so much the fact that everybody was playing the super nintendo what do you mean what do you mean like they had to? did they not sell it on weekends before that it was it was i i don't know when they released it or or how it was released in terms of like what day of the week or whatever but it was something about, like, people not, like, showing up to court and, and shit like that. Like, oh, my just, God. Just pl- because oh, they- so
0: it was, like, sold exclusively on weekends? Or, it's cool if you don't really know the details. Like, that's yeah. that's a pretty obscure story. Something, I might look into that.
1: Something to look into. I mean, it, I, I saw it on a YouTube video, and, and it okay. could be an urban legend. But <laughs> honestly, I 100% believe it. Yeah. Um, that's cool it, it what it really was is they got the nes and they just advanced it in every way i mean the controller Definitely. more ergonomic yeah um it, it was a little better looking the console yeah. I mean, you know it had it had a little color to it as yeah. opposed to like the dusty computer look and um yeah i mean i just think it was at a time when it was in the lead visually um nintendo above all the other it yeah, wasn't you know competing yet um it had it had like you know square phoenix making games for them um among other companies so yeah that's that's just how i feel about my number two pick
0: uh that's not on my list because probably most likely because i it's the console i've the least experience with i've played the least games console. Mm-hmm. Um, so i've never actually even I don't think I've ever even seen the console in in person. Like I mentioned, like I, mm-hmm. 64 at my cousin's house. Uh, you know what? Actually, I th- <laughs> like I remember as a kid, my dad had all these in, like old Nintendo games. So, like I don't know where he got them. Like he didn't play them. He didn't have the console. I think they might have been Super Nintendo. If they weren't the Super Nintendo, they were the original NES, which I think would have been crazy. I don't think mm-hmm. that's the case. So it must have been Super Nintendo games. I don't know why he had them, but I remember, like, always looking at them and, like, look at the art on the boxes. I don't, I can't possibly remember now, like, I was so young, what games they was or anything like that. But, yeah, I have, like, no connection to this console. So, and <laughs> um Link the... to the Past is fantastic so far, but sure. that's all I can really say. Super Metroid, that's all I can
1: really talk about. Another great one. On the topic of the cartridges themselves, they also made the advancement of letting you just put the game yeah, in the console, <laughs> as opposed of doing this secret ritual secret. Yeah. <laughs> where you open things and push things and close things. Yeah, I was done with so just it was really an advancement and they were just so in the head, you know, yep. when later on GameCube, we we you debatable if Nintendo was really in the head. But um, Super Nintendo, they had it
0: cool uh the, i i did take i saw it was on your list um so i did take a couple notes uh i don't think you mentioned but like dk country was on that um which was i mean i've never played that but i've, heard, oh, I've I only f- heard good things forgot to include
1: that a good game for yeah. sure a good game
0: uh i'm i i want to play it eventually like i've only heard mm-hmm. good things about it um yoshi's island was originally rejected by miyamoto um i i don't know the the full story they shoved it through there it happened you know, thank gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, another game I haven't played, but only heard good things. And the I'm, fondest I'll memories. get to it. I'll get to
1: it. it the, the aesthetics of that. Um, I don't know how many games have topped it, as it, <laughs> at the very least in 2D. I mean, if you just look at like what the bushes look like. Yeah. In Yoshi's Yeah.
0: Speaking of bushes in the like original Mario games on the NES, they. I was reading the the bushes were the same animations as the cloud, just a different color because like to save memory space. Sure, sure. So it's like this, and actually Luigi was like Mario and I don't remember like one other character combined. Like they just he wasn't an original character. Like they just okay. combined assets to save memory. Which like uh like doing all this research, it's so cool the ways that these developers like found ways to save memory, um and like create these games that were like really hard to put on like some of these games yeah. are really hard to put on the on the cartridges that they did at the time like especially like that in 64 um i know like with uh ocarina of time on that 64 like you could feel the weight difference of like i guess it was a really packed that cartridge compared uh-huh. to like some of the smaller games um and you could like literally feel it which is like That's crazy. I it is crazy. yeah um, but okay, this brings us to, I'm sure we share the number one, yep. uh, without a doubt, the Nintendo Switch White? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the Nintendo Switch is the best thing anyone's mm-hmm. done in gaming. I don't care. You could, oh my gosh, so many good games. Um, you could play these games and then you could take them on, on in the car with you, on the subway, on the plane. PlayStation doesn't have that. Mm -mm. Xbox doesn't have that. Mm -mm. Don't tell me your consoles are better than Nintendo. Don't look down on me for playing Nintendo when you can't even bring it on the road. Come on. Um, Nothing beats it. Um, Some of the games, Breath of the Wild, is everyone gave it a 10 out of 10 or 5 out of 5 or whatever. Deservedly so. Yeah. What? I want to say, like. I'm gonna say one of the best games, but like, come on, it's the best game. Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing's gonna beat that for a while. I don't think. Um, you know, everyone has their opinions, but whatever. Smash Bros. Ultimate killed it. It's Amazing. Still killed it. There's still two characters that haven't came out, um, and like, it's the it has all the music, has like all the characters you want, all the stages you all want, stages. It has everything you want in Smash. Um, the only kind of annoying thing was that you had to, like, earn the characters. <laughs> uh, but the not ur- to be a little I mean, snob, but, like, Mario Kart, like, they gave you all the characters. They knew no one wanted to play the single-player mode. Um, Smash Bros, they made you put a
1: little hustle into it. Uh, whatever. It's cool. Um, at least you didn't have to, like, find out, like, what mini game you had to beat under a certain amount you know, of time to, you know...
0: I actually found a glitch where... So, it's, like, every so many rounds in single-player or whatever, it brings up a new character. So... If you defeat that character and then you turn off the console and then you reopen the game, it the next match it's gonna bring you a new character. So you don't have to wait like every three or every five or something. You just you unlock the new character, turn it off, turn it back on, and then it gives you the next character.
1: I have totally done that.
0: You've, okay. yeah so sorry, you knew. I've done that. <laughs> Okay. There you go. Um, and that's what I think. So no one wants to play this. I don't like I know they created like a whole story mode and whatever. Like there is I, I'm like familiar with it, but I don't mm-hmm. care. No one really cares. It's a no party one. game. Yeah. Um and we're gonna have a top five fighters episode of Atomic Studio. Oh yeah, that's gonna be great. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, a little side note to our listeners, like this is a game we we've played the two of us and like our friend group multiple times. We say hurtful things to each other. Weekly. We were playing weekly. Weekly. Yes, Um, of course. We would meet up, eat some tacos and those are easier times. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have? Okay, I mentioned, um, like, I'm playing Fortnite on, on a Nintendo console. That's kind of cool. Uh, you know, whatever. I'm, like, geek for playing Fortnite. I don't care. Uh, Skyrim. Even better. A better mm-hmm. example. You're playing Skyrim on the Switch on the go. You're playing Skyrim on the go. No one else offers that. Skyrim, Dark
1: Souls on the go.
0: Yeah. Um, Super Mario Odyssey. A fantastic successor to Galaxy. Earth... 3D what what came out on
1: the Wii U it, So the Wii U had um Mario 3D World but That was on the Wii. Okay. 3D World mm, act it's more of a hybrid between the 2D and the 3D cuz it's way more linear so okay. I would
0: Okay. Well, Odyssey is fantastic. game Animal Crossing. You know, beginning of this pandemic, if you didn't have <laughs> Animal Crossing, what are you doing you with your life? you were a fool. You, yeah, you fool. weren't doing anything with your life if you didn't have Animal For Crossing. Real? Uh, I had it. I've since sold it. Uh, I played a little too much, too quickly, and I got kind of tired of it. Well, we were playing Stardew Valley, the two of us, and and a couple friends, um, and I thought Stardew Valley was better than Animal Crossing. Mm, I would agree. (laughs) So, um, yeah. uh, I I definitely have some more notes. But uh, it outsold the Xbox One and the PS4 without a doubt like these are still sold out to this day but especially in the beginning of the pandemic mm-hmm. like you cannot find this thing I mean even today you can't really find it's hard to find a switch right that um around the holidays my stepmom was trying to buy one to play like the boxing or whatever i don't know like the fitness games Mm -hmm. and she like you know there's the sales and all the bundles and she couldn't like i remember every single day like she was like oh like walmart just told me they have one and then i went to the website and it was gone by the time like i clicked it immediately and it was already gone like you can't find these consoles which makes me a little worried about the the switch like whatever the switch 2 or whatever you want to call it the switch Mm -hmm. pro Whatever it's gonna be, I'm worried that I'm not gonna be able to get my hands on it, even if I want it. It's going it... to be
1: difficult. hmm
0: Um, and especially coming off a of pandemic, which makes me think they might push it back a little bit just to be able to ha- be a little more prepared. Which I wouldn't be too upset. Like that. That's understandable. I'm still enjoying the Switch. I don't feel like exactly. it's dated at all. It's yeah. It doesn't feel dated exactly. Well put. Um, uh, when the Switch came out. Breath of the Wild had a, I, t- I mentioned this to you, but a greater than 100% attach rate. Like, more people had this game than had the Switch. That's insane. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's, like, people who couldn't get their hands on the Switch yet and brought, bought the game preemptively or bought, like, the limited edition copy that they didn't want to open and then bought, you know, the normal copy. But that's insane. Games don't do that. It is. Like, even, a, even like a 75% would be insane mm-hmm. to have
1: over 100%. Like, what are you doing? Everyone <laughs> is getting this game because yeah. it's
0: that good. For real. Um, crazy. Uh, I'm going to say this wrong. I'm, uh, these Japanese names are really difficult sometimes. And I won't be able to help uh, you. Koizumi. I think I. That, that sounds was, good. Okay. Um, he compared the Switch to a pack of cards, playing cards, where cards make you. Interact with the people you're playing with and you have eye contact with the people you're playing with Um, And so a lot of games that are coming out on the switch um, have like multiplayer features and really involve that like Group dynamic to the games where like you're discussing strategy with your partner And you're not just playing like a split-screen shooter like you are on the PlayStation Xbox or something. You're actively playing a game with someone and Mm -hmm. that's a really cool thing to have in this day and age Uh, So I wanted to mention that um, four years in, still selling out. Um, A negative, you know, I could keep going on about the positives. A negative is like uh, the Joy-Con drift, Mm. specifically on on the left. I got, you know, I bought my Switch use, and I I don't know if you remember, but a few months in, Mm -hmm. I had to borrow one of your Joy-Cons because mine had the dreaded drift. But Nintendo nailed this by offering free repairs. You just mail it to them, and I like... Listeners, if you didn't know this, listen up. You can send your Joy-Con to Nintendo. They'll fix it for free. I think you pay like a few bucks in shipping. And that's and they'll do it unlimited times. No matter... I bought my Switch used. It wasn't even a new console. They don't care. I just send them the Joy-Con and they fix it. Um, I'm sure you have stuff to say. So I'll let you get to it.
1: And my number one pick would also be the Switch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would agree. I Honestly, believe it is the best console that's been made. That's how it is. Oh. Um, the mobility. I don't even know if you talked about the mobility, oh, but
0: it, I mean a little bit. You can bring it on transit like, cars and all that yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Exactly. It's genius. It's yeah. obviously genius. Yeah. Um, and I mean that was that was what Nintendo had. Like they had the 3ds. They had the handheld market down. Sony tried. Sony failed. And then they consolidated into a, a console a mobile console like everyone loves that they made the switch light it was it was a genius move um and and i also feel like um you know nintendo had this thing where they they knew the graphics weren't quite up to par with their competitors but they had you know great stylish games to go with it well i feel like the switch was just about i think we're just about at the point where this the style is so charming, so lovable, yep. that we're not going to be thinking about, oh, but but does Breath of the Wild look exactly uh, as good <laughs> as Witcher 3 does on PS4? Like we're it's yeah. not that's not an argument anymore. I think uh,
0: some people some people still Some people might. It.
1: I, I for some prob- people it's an issue. I agree sure. though, but for me I don't really care. You don't seem to care. I don't care. I think that um, the Nintendo style is really amazing. It's really colorful. It's, no. um, it's it has this like charming cartoon feel without feeling cheap, mm-hmm. um, and it just, the, the games just look great. Um, I will say that like Age of Calamity did have some. Um,
0: it, you know, speed issues where, like, if there is too many people coming at you, like, it did slow down a little bit and then it kind of takes you out of the moment mm, a little sure, bit. Sure, But, like, a game, like you said, like, The Witcher 3, I couldn't believe that that game is on the Switch mm-hmm. when I was playing it. Like, coming off the Breath of the Wild and then playing The Witcher 3, like, I could not believe, like, how great everything looked. I mean, even in Breath of the Wild, if you're standing on top of a mountain and you see a sunset, it's Unbelievable. beautiful. Sometimes yeah. I'll just stand and look at the yeah. sights. Like, just Amazing. go on your
1: glider and yeah, just experience exactly. Exactly. the world. Um, and then another thing that Nintendo was doing was the the fun controls, the intuitive controls. Like you were saying, one of your family members who don't play video games, mm-hmm. they wanted to play the fitness one. Well, it's genius. I mean, there there are people like, to you know, to gamers, a standard controller is what's was what feels intuitive, yep. right? But to you know your mom who doesn't play video games, like. She wants to swing her fist to punch, right? Yeah. That's what's intuitive, and yeah. you can still do that stuff on the Switch for certain games. Um, and but there's also grounded controls, yeah. Like they're not expecting you to swing your fist to to play Smash Bros. Ultimate, mm-hmm. right? And
0: I like that. Like a lot of games will give you the option.
1: You have the option, so and I think they did a great job with that. It, it's fun, and it, it's also and it's intuitive for both parties. It's great. Um, Another thing that I loved is that, so we we really didn't talk about the Wii U at all. Yeah, this, I don't so, want to. <laughs> so, I mean, there, there's not much reason to, but I'll have it tie into my number one pick. Here's the thing. The Wii U was probably misunderstood, obviously. Marketed, probably incorrectly. Um, not enough people bought it. Not enough people bought it. Um, it did have some good games on it. I mean, Breath of the Wild was, was made for Wii U. Mario Kart. <laughs> Well Yeah, okay. It was, made, it, was you know, on the it was on the Wii U. It was on the Wii U. Uh, Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U. Um One Waker remake. One Waker remake. Uh Pikmin 3. I mean I could keep talking. These these games were then made for the Switch and then they were given a new audience. Um also, I mean, so so the Switch. okay, well I'll go back to the Switch for a second. The um Virtual Console is amazing. Those streaming, streaming all of those games is really uh so much fun that you can just cycle Mm -hmm. through all of them um and it's a subscription so you're not not
0: worrying about like paying for the games you want to play because Mm -hmm. now you can pay the same price and play games maybe you wouldn't have played otherwise
1: yeah exactly like um some people maybe wouldn't want to pay i don't know four bucks to play ice hockey if they you know (laughs) but but now you have no excuse and i think that's that's amazing, really. Just if you want to like get more into a little bit of the Nintendo history and just cycle through all these games, like that's what I did. Yep. I you know I had like last summer, quarantine last summer. I I played uh, about half of them, you know. Like oh I my really, gosh. and it was it was a blast, and I got to do it with a subscription fee and streamed fine. I didn't have any problems streaming it at all. Um, yeah, I will say though that. Um, I'm really looking forward to the uh, an expansion to the virtual console. My I haven't had much stick drift problems so I can't complain okay. for that, but I I will say that all right. The Wii U has Game Boy Advance games on the virtual console. Oh, that's you, got, okay, yeah. It's got it's got right. GameCube games. It has Nintendo 64 games. It has so many games on its virtual console and I think we're still waiting for that.
0: They said they're not bringing the Game Boy.
1: Not bringing the Game Boy. They,
0: they, well um, so some yeah, I don't, I'm not going to speak on what I don't exactly remember. But they said that the, the Game Boy wouldn't look good, wouldn't be worth it. Okay, so
1: they're not spending their time on that. There's there's maybe a couple games that I think stand out on the GameCube. Like I would like to try the first English Fire Emblem game, which is a Game Boy Advance game. Did uh, they stop
0: selling that?
1: Uh, did they stop? I, I, I think they I think they offered it and then they stopped selling it. Which is a shame. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. um, I'm looking forward to having a Switch console that has a more expansive virtual console. But I can't complain much because yeah. what we have already is pretty good. And can complain about the online, which is the non- online non exists. <laughs> I <laughs> don't really use the online. Just yeah. like you know, I like a given with Nintendo, I guess. Yeah, I I don't expect it really. Um, I I maybe tried doing online with Smash Ultimate, um, and I. Remember it being obviously better than um, maybe the Wii U or the Wii's online, right. but yeah, I I let them go on that. I don't really expect too much from right. it, and um, and with that, that's that's my thoughts on the Switch. Okay, well,
0: awesome. So we have our two separate lists of top fives. So I guess now is when we we really get to the nitty-gritty, and, and come up with an official top five list. Let's figure it out. Okay. Well, top down. Let's go top down. Let's do it. We could obviously start with the Switch. Um, my number two is the GameCube. Remind me, what was your number two? My number two was the Super Nintendo, and I had okay. GameCube at five. Okay. So, this is what you want know next time. Let's come prepared with... <laughs> like. I like that we're discussing it live, but I could have came, come up with like a negotiation, negotiation strategy sure. coming into this. So that's what I'll do next time. Um, but for now, you get to listen to us work through this. So Switch is number one. Agreed. Um, we have Nintendo 64 Yeah. agreed at three.
1: Oh, I, yeah. I just didn't move it on this one. So that, yeah, three and one is done. And Nintendo, the, the first console we have agreed on at four. And yes. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, we did have the same three and four, so that halfway it, it there. just two
0: yeah <laughs> uh that makes it easy. So Gamecube is where we get in a kerfuffle.
1: Well, we at least both have it in our top fives.
0: Yeah. um so what what if we moved sixty four and NES up one one slot each and then Gamecube at number four? You're down with that? I could be down with that. Okay. I could get behind it because a lot of the GameCube was really nostalgia for me, and I I don't know if I could actually say it held up (laughs) as a console. Um, I don't know if I would want to play a GameCube today, but I could definitely play a 64 today. Sure. Um, And actually, I was reading that the NES lasted longer than any console in history. Um, About a decade, they were still selling. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, so, fair. Okay, this is fair. So, number five is between the Wii and Super Nintendo. I think the Wii was so revolutionary, it would be silly not to have it on the top 5 list.
1: There are two really good arguments for both of them. Um, I, think, I think the Super Nintendo is the gamer's console, and the Wii is the everyone's console. Everyone's console, yeah. So... I will cry later, but... I can agree with Wii being at five just (laughs) for the impact. I mean, it really was a massive impact Nintendo had on the entire world. Pretty much everybody. Um, So I'll feel okay saying that.
0: Well, folks, you you heard it here. Uh, Number one, Switch. Number two, N64. Number three, NES. Number four, GameCube. Number five, Wii. There's the top five list. Thank you guys so much for listening to our first podcast. It's been so much fun. I cannot wait to keep going. Um, if you liked what you heard, there should be another episode or two up right now that you could listen to that we plan on releasing concurrently with this first episode. If you want to keep in touch with us, feel free to shoot us a tweet or follow us on Twitter. Um, that's top 5 Nintendo on Twitter, the number five not spelled out, top 5 Nintendo. You could also shoot us an email, top 5 Nintendo pod at gmail.com also the number five not spelled out top 5 Nintendo pod. Um, we cannot wait to keep going with this and see what happens. It's been so much fun. Thanks guys. until next time, bye peace out.